you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Move the Sticks with DJ Buck back together again here. Uh, Buck, some, some sad news here in the football world with the passing of Mike Leach, really a, a legendary coach, someone who went to places where it was notoriously difficult to win and did win in a big, big way. You think about what he did at Texas Tech, Washington State, Mississippi State. Uh, not only a, a winner as a coach, but a very unique personality, a very innovative guy um, throughout his coaching career. And you know, when when the news came that he had passed, you know, we definitely knew we wanted to do something uh, on the podcast and talk about it uh, between us. And then the more we thought about it, we thought, you know, we had great conversations with him at a couple different Pac-12 media days. So we're going to use this podcast today, kind of honor uh, Coach Leach. We're going to play back some of those interviews uh, as well as kind of go through. Um, some of the statements and, and some of the things that are being said about him. But, man, it was a uh, really a gut punch here to learn of this uh, this sudden passing of Mike Leach. Yeah, really, really sad day to um, wake up to the news. You knew he was uh, in, in, in a difficult situation. You knew he was hospitalized and people were saying that things didn't look great. But you're always hold, holding out hope for a miracle and that things would turn around. And so when you get the news that he passes, the immediate thought is like, man, what a what a terrible loss for his family, his football family, and all those that he directly impacted. And then for the football world, um, you're talking about someone who 
despite his unique personality, even maybe a quirky personality, you talk about an innovator, a guy who changed the game and changed the game the way that it was played, not only at the collegiate level, but at the lower levels and at the NFL level in terms of some of the things that he was able to do when it comes to schematics, uh, his approach, uh, when it came to practice and repetitions and simplicity and all of those things. And so it's a really, really great loss, but I'm happy that we're taking today to really memorialize him and talk about all the wonderful things that he did add to the football world. Yeah, lots of different things to get to here. Um, you know, I had a chance on the road scouting. I'm, I'm curious to see if you came across him as well, Buck. But during those years, you go on school calls with Mike Leach. I tweeted out one of the stories, which was, I was at Texas Tech, I believe was C. Crabtree when he was playing there. And you go on these college visits. Normally, you'll have a handful of scouts. Sometimes there might be a dozen scouts, you know, from around the NFL that are at practice. And the way a visit works is you'll you get in there in the morning, you meet with some some folks, academic advisors, strength coach, maybe position coach, um, and then you get into a room and you watch tape during the morning in the early afternoon until practice starts. And so this just happened to be a day I was at Texas Tech by myself. There's no other scouts there. And uh, I'm in there watching tape and, and going through these players and watching them. And Leach comes walking down the hallway and he pops his head in there and says hello um, and then says, hey, y'all just come, come back to my office and we'll, we'll catch up. I mean, I'm a young scout, and so th- anytime you can get head coach time one-on-one, this is great because when you're in a group of scouts, usually the information you get is going to be a little bit watered down. It's about developing those relationships where you can have one-on-one time where you can get kind of the, the real scoop on these kids. So I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to get great information. It's just me and the head coach going to sit in the office. We sat in there for about 40 minutes, and I think we talked about Key West. Um, I'm pretty sure there was, you know, because there was uh, – um, like some type of pirate paraphernalia in the room. We got talking about the pirate thing. And then he talked about my background. And we talked a little bit about uh, having played against him when he was the offensive coordinator and quarterback coach at Kentucky. Um, and while I was playing at Northeast Louisiana, now Louisiana Monroe, we talked a little bit about that. But honestly, Buck, over 40 minutes, we didn't mention one player. We didn't talk about any background in his guys. Uh, so it was not not at all what I expected. But, man, he was a he was a one of one, as everybody has, has said, a very unique personality. Um, and those practices, when you'd go out there to practices, I had never seen that before. I don't know about you, but when the wideouts never cross the side of the field. So if you're doing pat and goes, which every team does when you're warming up and you're just throwing fades and, and go balls, usually – you go through one line, you come across to the other side, and then you, you catch him over both shoulders. He didn't do that. You were a right slot receiver, right outside receiver. You were a left slot receiver, left outside receiver. And every ball you caught in practice was over the same shoulder. It was uh, uh, one of the innovations he brought to the game. Yeah, one of the innovations. And uh, I want to build upon that because my story kind of relates to the innovations when it comes to practicing and even coaching. And so, DJ, you outlined Pat and Go and how he had his receivers line up right and left, and they didn't work on both sides. I came from a system where we played both sides and you ran routes on both sides. But what he talked about and what he taught uh, his people, simplicity and repetition. And he talked about execution mattered more than trickery. And so what you want to do is you want to have your guys run as many reps doing the things that they're going to be asked to do in games so they can get great at it. Um, it, it, It is very similar to the old Bruce Lee quote, hey, I worry not about the guy who does 10,000 kicks one time, I worry about the guy who does one kick 10,000 times because it's the master of repetition that leads to the mastery of craft, which allows you to have a lot of success. But 
I took that, but then DJ, the Pac-12 Media Days back in 2019, we had been tipped off because we went to see, uh, we, we had talked to uh, Lincoln Riley while he was at Oklahoma, and I talked to him about, hey, man, I, I see you putting up all these points, but when I look at your call sheet, it looks like this index card. It's very small. <laughs> How are you putting 50 burgers up on people with this little call sheet? And he said, you know, it's something that I learned from Mike Leach. And so that summer, we had an opportunity to sit down with Mike Leach, and he was so gracious with his time, but also with his insight. DJ, he sat me down, and I had just taken a head job at Granada Hills Charter. And he said, here's how you lay it out so you can call it literally on an index card. And so he, he broke it down for me. He talked about how you outline it, what you do, how you practice with like a, a, a small sample menu of plays and how if you just trust and believe that, hey, repetition is going to make it where you don't have to have all these things, it will work. Now, for a guy who doesn't throw the ball a lot, it has really worked for us being very <laughs> simple and putting the emphasis on execution instead of trickery. And so all that came from Mike Leach. I know he's somewhere cringing at the thought of me running the ball all the time, but that conversation <laughs> left a lasting impression on how to coach and how to do things the right way. So I'll give him a hat tip for helping me find a way to have some offensive innovation in a very simplistic fashion. Yeah, he's great, man. And again, we're going to roll these interviews and you can hear those conversations here uh, in a little while. But uh, just a uh, an innovator, a thinker, um, somebody who I think, Buck, you know, you talk about how it impacted you in terms of simplicity. I think he changed Texas high school football. Um, what he was doing at Texas Tech back if you go back during those days they were running the football in Texas that was kind of the way they played mm -hmm. you know that kind of that machismo football that that was what Texas was all about and all of a sudden Mike Leach is at Texas Tech and they're throwing the ball 65 times a game and scoring points and it's wide open and it's spread and there's no huddle that gets brought into the mix if you went to Texas now that's what everybody plays in Texas they are four wide five wide they're throwing it all over the place it is purely the uh, spread offense in the state of Texas, I think that's a direct result of Mike Leach. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he's changed. Just think about all of the NFL quarterbacks that have come from the state of Texas and how that trickle-down effect from Mike Leach having success at Texas Tech leading to more seven-on-seven -seven opportunities for the high schools, uh, that leading and fostering the development of quarterbacks. And so we're seeing Matthew Staffords and Drew Breeses and Nick Foles of the world have success. All of that comes from Texas Tech being able to be I would say contrarian to the way everyone else was playing football, but having a lot of success doing it differently and doing it at a very, very high level in the Big 12. Yeah, I'll tell you what, man. Uh, really, really a sad day. Sad that we won't have more uh, of Mike Leach. He had so much to give, so much to offer, uh, not only in terms of the game of football, but I think just the way he related to life and made everything simple and, and brought his own mix of humor uh, as well. So uh, unfortunately, um, it's just a, it's a sad it's a sad day, Buck. But man, we are left with so many amazing memories and uh, and stories, which I'm sure are going to fill up uh, the rest of this week and many thereafter. What an incredible life lived by Mike Leach. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower. 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. 
Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard, and then on I'm top not of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. I mean, he's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, coaches all over the football world have been reaching out uh, and sending their love to Mike Leach and his family uh, following his sudden passing at the age of 61, including a lot of coaches that he worked with uh, and coaches he coached against. Bob Stoops, uh, who he coached for uh, as his offensive coordinator at the University of Oklahoma, Buck, he's, uh, he's released a statement saying, RIP Mike, my friend. Uh, You'll always be cherished by Sooner Nation. Love and peace to Sharon and your children. Think about his biggest rival there at Mississippi State was a coach that absolutely loved him in Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss. Uh, He released a statement, I truly love Coach Leach and every minute I shared with him. I've been able to work with several of his former players and coaches, and they have told me so many amazing stories about the impact he had on their lives. Going back to our years together in the Pac-12, I have always felt tremendous respect and admiration admiration for Coach his unique personality and his innovative mind, and I can't imagine college football without him. I'm grateful to be a part of his final win, hug him, and watch him walk off like the winner that he is. I know God is welcoming the Pirate home now. And then lastly here, Cliff Kingsbury, who was his quarterback at Texas Tech, who kind of launched those prolific offenses that he would go on to coach. There's no way I would be where I am today if not for Mike Leach and everything he taught me about the game. 
truly one of the most innovative offensive minds in football, and he was more than a coach. He was a mentor, a friend, and one of the most special people I've ever met. My heart goes out to Sharon, the Leach family, and everyone who had the privilege of knowing and loving him. Our sport was better because of Mike Leach and is far less interesting without him. Well, we talked about it at the top. We've had a chance to have a couple great conversations with Coach Leach, and um, I figure we let's let's get right to that right now, Buck. You referenced it. This is our conversation in 2018 at Pac-12 Media Day with then Washington State head coach Mike Leach. All right, Buck, joined by Washington State head coach Mike Leach, and we had a great conversation with Coach last year talking about what you look for in quarterbacks when you're when you're recruiting. Coach, I'd love to hit you and kind of take that to the next level now from a scouting standpoint. How, what about the development? So quarterback gets on campus with you. Is there a standard development plan you have for everybody, or is it more catered individually? Uh, I'd say both. You know, I mean, you're always looking for what the guy needs or what, you know, what will elevate him the best. And sometimes somebody's got a weakness or something, so you, you might really focus on that. But overall – I think, you know, first of all, you get the delivery down as good as you can. And I'm not one of those guys that, you know, it's like, you know, people that start messing with somebody's swing in baseball or their batting stance. And pretty soon you take a guy that's pretty good and make him awful. <laughs> um, but no, there's a few things I, I want, you know, I want the ball up and I want uh, it to come off the hand quick. And I, you know, I don't want... Uh, uh, any of that delayed reaction stuff, and then you you try to get the feet right, but and, and typically problems are footwork. So you start out emphasizing that right away. Um, <clears throat> and footwork's generally the most important thing. Like if you have errant balls, and then um, so you get that. Then after that, in, in our case, really it's the film. So then you start working on the film, and as you go through day after day, I mean the scheme's going to kind of take care of itself but um you want them to see things quickly i mean we're constantly and it's almost redundant if there was an outsider it'd probably drive them crazy you know i mean they you come in you watch the film and 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 then you, you know you and the quarterback are kind of finishing each other's sentences it's like okay what'd you see here uh well i saw this okay why'd you throw it here it might be a great play might be a great but you just want to know why what went through your head so you're trying to organize the mental process of how you're arriving at what you're arriving at, making sure that you're on the same page and it matches the scheme. And then pretty early, and I mean real early, um, you know, we'll talk about checks. What would you have checked here? Or, or, or why did you stay with this play? Okay, why did you get out of this play? So that they're constantly looking at kind of the leverage and the numbers uh, so they can react to stuff. And then um, we don't, you know, we're not a group that scripts like when we go against a defense. I mean, if we're not getting a look or something, we might, or mm -hmm. if we need a look. But it's not like, okay, we have to know what plays you're blitzing on when you blitz. I mean, we want to learn it from our guys rather than out in the streets, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, and so react to it. We want our offense constantly developing the ability to react to just it. Just to follow that real quick. So. The word that stood, that stood out to me there was just quickness. You talk about kind of having a quick mind. You talk about having a quick delivery and then the footwork, the quick feet. So is that really an emphasis? Even when you're going through the recruiting process, you're wanting to figure out, can a guy operate quickly? Yeah. Can he Can he make, uh, you know, does he make uh, good, good, solid, quick decisions? And, and you want the whole unit to be quick. So it kind of relies on everybody. But uh, the quarterback uh, leads that too. You know, and, and thinking about your, your scheme, 
uh, a lot of times we hear coaches talk about you find out what your quarterback does really well. You emphasize those things and do it over and over again. Are you in that school of thought where you try and figure out what your quarterback can do really well? Then you kind of tweak your system to fit his game? A little bit. Um, like there will be plays. I've had, I've had plays that have been in our package for a long time. And, you know, you'll have this quarterback say, you won't run it at all. Uh, I won't name any names. But I, had, <laughs> I, had, I had a couple quarterbacks with weak arms and, um, you know, some deep out stuff. All of a sudden we quit running that. <laughs> then, but then uh, way back, you know, you got a guy like uh, Tim Couch with a real strong arm oh, yeah. or B.J. Simmons had a real strong arm. Now you throw a lot, you know. And then, um, oh, I, I've had a couple guys with just incredible touch, um, you know, where, where the more air they have on the ball, the better. So you try to get them into fades and corners where – they can just put, you know, these big drooping, uh, and they can just drop it right uh, where they want to. You try to do that. And then, um, but, uh, yeah, and it kind of reveals itself because as you're checking, as you put it on them to check, you know, pretty quick, it's like, all right, what are they checking to? Mm-hmm. And then you're saying, and, and I might prefer this play over that play, but you're saying, um, you're saying, well, you know, screw it. I mean, this guy keeps checking to this and, 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 they'll, and they'll keep doing it anyway. And then the other thing, if you get on them too much, it's like, you know, it's like telling your daughter, you hate her boyfriend. I mean, they, <laughs> Do they love him that much more. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Well then, oh, then they're always, then they're going to check that play just a couple extra times just to let you know. So, so I mean, the better thought is to embrace that play. Mm-hmm and uh, feed him situations where uh, he can get into it and it's a good idea and you say you know that one play why didn't you why didn't you run that here you know <laughs> and then um and uh you know the back side of that that one play you like yeah if you ran that in the back side boy that would have been awesome you know <laughs> and then uh yeah so uh but there is a certain matter uh, amount of that because with them going quick they'll get up there they'll get in a rhythm and there's just stuff that they like, you know. How do you go faster? I mean, you guys are already go so fast, but you're always trying to improve in every area. I would imagine you're still trying to figure out methods and ways you can even go faster. You know, we're not as fast as some. We've always had that reputation because we never changed. Mm-hmm. Like back when nobody was fast, um, we were always uh, uh, quick but not hurrying, mm-hmm. uh, kind of like the Buffalo Bills. If yeah, you remember, Hagan, Jim you played Kelly. That. Yep. Bucky played there. Yeah, yeah, well, that was kind of our, our thing, you know, just, oh, okay. just uh, be – be a fed nobody's racing around but yes. just be a fed okay you know no huddle but you know everybody turns and looks oh yeah we're doing that oh yeah oh yeah we're doing it. you know and and so so getting up there quick and and you know we can speed it up if you know if if it's like a two minute drill but uh then we discovered that our drives depending on honestly the offense or the quarterback or our touchdown drives even if they're a long way um, tend to average uh, somewhere around two minutes and twenty seconds. So yeah. you're already pretty you don't close, have to speed up right that there. Much. Yes. And, and, and but you, do, of course, you do uh, have the ability to speed up if you want to. The most important thing to speed up is alignment. Mm-hmm. Get the linemen up there. The linemen already know where they're going to be. Get the linemen up there. I love that. Um, so it's funny because DJ brings up the K gun thing. I was surprised and amazed when I went up to Buffalo how simple the offense was. The offense was basically like a high school offense run with Hall of Fame players doing the stuff. So there's a trend, and I hear more coaches talk about keep it simple so your players can play fast. 
Do you believe in kind of keeping things simple so your guys can master it and know it and play at as fast as they can? Oh, yeah, no question. Anything that you do, like, because you can put all the clever things on the board. And some of them will be outright brilliant things, providing everybody's perfect. And in a split second, they're able to execute, you know, uh, you know, the, the 15 important steps of running this particular pass route. If you got 15 steps, you better cut about 14 <laughs> of those off, you know, um, because I mean, wh wherever the point of attack is, uh, you're only as good as the slowest, dumbest player. Mm -hmm. And, um, um, you know, I mean, is the most important block by the backside receiver? Well, but probably not. If that guy's not totally on the same page, you're probably okay. But you know, if you're running it up the middle here, you're 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 centering your guard. I mean, they better there better not be any hesitation whatsoever, you know. And so, um, yeah, it's only good as good as the uh, is the guy you know the worst guy you have at the point of attack, and and uh, anything you do that hesitates him uh, diminishes what you're trying to accomplish. Last question for me, coach. When we're when we're looking at NFL tape, a lot of times we use the phrase we use the phrase "Where's Waldo?" So you're looking at NFL tape, and you'll see, okay. They're going to find out who that weak point is on the defense, and they're going to isolate him repeatedly in space, whether it's in, in coverage or at the point of attack. They find that Waldo. When you're breaking down an opponent, is there is there anything similar to that where you're trying to say, okay, we're gonna this is the dude we're going to go after here? Yeah, there's some of that. You know, like uh, there's some of that. We we tend to do it, uh, you know, more scheme wise, like as in these type of plays give them a bad time, and that's because of a Waldo or two <laughs> in the mix there. Um, you know, one thing in the NFL, and it would be uh, fun to do is, you know, they get they basically get the photographs or the faxes yeah. after oh, each yeah. play. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can literally circle the guy on that <laughs> deal. You know, you can go up He's the got a target. You put a target on him. Hey, that guy, no, him right there. <laughs> there he you is, know. right there. And then, and then, and then. If the, the guy in the speaker in the headset, you'll say, "Remember that guy right there." No, the other one. You know. Um, so it's funny that you bring that up because everyone is studying somebody. Um, NFL guys are now, after years, kind of poo-pooing the college game. We're now finding more NFL teams still in plays from the collegiate level. As a college coach, do you look at anybody? Are there teams or coordinators or schemes that you look at to see if you can add to what you already do? Anybody that's kind of throwing the ball. But the fact is, and, and uh, well, some in the NFL flat out embrace it, but then um, – uh, you know, the NFL pretends, you know, that they haven't changed this, that, or the baloney. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, the NFL's changed a lot more than college has in the mm -hmm. last 10 years. And, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, just ask the New England Patriots and the Philadelphia Eagles how it works because, mm -hmm. um, um, you know. A thousand, I, I, a thousand I, yards of offense in that Well, I've got, I've got film from Iowa Wesleyan College that looks eerily similar to the Philadelphia Eagles and the New England Patriots. And, um, and, and now they're filmed back when uh, they had different coaches in, of course, but um, uh, doesn't look anything like that Iowa Wesleyan film. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. Well, we've, we've used up all our time here, Coach. We thank you so much. It's a, one of our favorite visits of the year. I get a chance to, to talk shop with you. Wish you the best of luck in the season ahead. Well, I appreciate it. It's great to see you guys. Thanks, Coach. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 
37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. As we continue to talk about Mike Leach's impact, I'm going to read a tweet from Danner Hogerson, head coach from the University of Houston. Mike Leach was more than an incredible, innovative, impactful, and successful and popular football coach. He was all that as a husband to Sharon and their kids, Janine, Kimberly, Cody, and Kirsten. Brilliant, thoughtful, and kind-mannered. He taught me so much in so many different ways. Rest in peace, coach. Now we're going to turn and toss to a little conversation that we had the following year, 2019, packed to a media days when Mike Leach was still at Washington State doing his thing with the Cougars. Coach, as, as one of the founding fathers of the air raid system, a lot of times we hear people go visit, uh, coaches go visit other schemes to try and figure out what they can learn. But you've been so entrenched in your scheme and your philosophy with the simplicity and the repetition. Why does the simplicity and the repetition help your team consistently achieve on offense? Well, I think that's what everybody on offense is trying to get accomplished is, uh, is, is simplicity. And then, but, but uh, the hardest thing is uh, to make up your mind and, and settle on 
what you're going to do and making those choices is hard because, you know, there's good football plays all over. I mean, everywhere's got good football plays. We can go to a junior high and there'll be some play there where we're just going, oh, that's awesome. We should run that. <laughs> and and everybody's got, that's awesome. We should run that. And um, <clears throat> so I think the, the hardest thing is to figure out what you're not going to run. And it's got to be a manageable uh, package. And it, it's got to fit your players to a point or at least be a flexible enough package that you can adjust it around, you know, a variety of players and, and things like that. And, you know, and the other thing is, is I think there's a difference between a pile of plays or a stack of plays and an offense. An mm-hmm. offense is something that one play complements the next, that mm-hmm. there's a reason that it's there. Uh, there's a there's a specific part of the field you expect to be able to attack as a result of having that play in there. And then also if uh, – you know, you, you you know, if the defense tries to stump you or comes up with something, okay, we're running this. All right, we're going to run that. We're running that. Okay, we're going to run that. You know, and so it should uh, be diverse enough that it provides answers for all that, while being small enough uh, that you can rep it and and really develop your skills at it. But making those choices is uh, one of the most difficult things. I at least. Uh, you know, we'll game plan and we'll have all the plays on the board. And then we spend the next three hours arguing about what we're not going to run. How do you, you know? how do you, how do you make decision to cut? Like what, like what leads you to make the cuts? That's hard. I mean, it's just hard. We've got a limit on how many we're going to go into a game with. Now, with that said, if something's not on the list, you can, most of it, you can just draw go it back to one call. Oh, okay. You know, draw just it call. Well, like if something's basic enough, you can. Um, just go back and call it, you know, or say, you know, you got some play and you were going to do it out of two by two, but then you decide, no, this is, we want to do it out of three by one here. Well, you just break, break out three by one and off you go, you know. Coach, what is the, um, the phrase we hear a lot about offense? And it's a, it's a catchphrase. I've heard it about your offense for a long time. We're hearing it more and more is just throwing to grass, getting to grass and throwing to grass. For those that don't understand how you can do that, it's not a straight line on a, on a, on a piece of paper, but you're getting to grass and getting open and finding ways to make it work. That's the most important thing. You're trying to create space. And, uh, uh, offensively, you know, the lowest common denominator, what's offense trying to do? Create space. Mm-hmm. What's defense trying to do? Limit space. I mean, I uh, uh, that's it's a, okay. So how do you do it? Well, then the, how you do it, that's the hard part. Then there's all these defenses to force you to limit space and all these offenses to create you space, hopefully. But, um, yeah, that's the thing you're trying to create grass and run to grass. And, um, you know, and if, uh, you can put the ball in the air as you're breaking to it, all the better, you know, <laughs> <laughs> then you get, then you get to run farther with it after you catch it too. You know, Coach, you've, you've coached some great quarterbacks. Some of those quarterbacks have gone on to be coaches. And the common thing they talk about is you've done a great job of eliminating all the verbiage, like trying to make it really simple for the quarterback to kind of think and process. What, why do you think some coaches feel like you have to put so many words into a play call when others can just make it very, very simple? I think sometimes that, it, you know, everybody's been uh, – you know, one place to the next place to the next place. Everybody's had a variety of jobs. And then I think that sometimes uh, as, as new staffs get together, you know, well, we called it this, we called it that, and pretty soon that list gets longer. And you'll see some of these NFL playbooks, they just get bigger and bigger and bigger. And then, um, and, and you know, and I think it's it's people trying to commingle good ideas, sometimes effectively, sometimes not. 
Um, and then, so I think the verbiage grows as the playbook grows. And then, and uh, that, that is, uh, that, that's a challenge. I mean, and we do discuss, well, what can we play, call this play that's shorter, you know? Um, you know, we had like, uh, oh, a long play call would be, uh, and actually the signal's pretty short, but, uh, you know, something like um, a blue Z move, 92 PCP double wheel. Well, yeah, they, they got to shorten that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and we don't even got one of those headphone things where we can say it to the fella, you know. And um, but I think that, um, yeah, you, you want it as clear and as simple as you can. But I think that too many people, you know, have been too many places and then they, and it's tough for anybody to cut anything. That's the hardest thing, like I say, and you just got to cut it. Coach, in, in college football and football in general right now, NFL level, what's what's overrated? What's Over, over- uh, uh, College in the NFL, what's overrated? Well, one thing is, they, is I think a lot of times the media thinks that, you know, that these football games are uh, an episode of uh, – Wiley Coyote and the Roadrunner. <laughs> they think it's just a series of little uh, traps, booby traps, and, <laughs> and oh, you fool the guy, and wow, well, we mashed the Roadrunner. They, they, but it's not. It's not just a bunch of tricks. I mean, uh, uh, good teams. It's always execution. It's mm-hmm. always based on uh, the team that executes best is the best team, and uh, so it's always been a game of execution. And um, and so some people think it's. Uh, you know, it's a, a series of tricks as far as fooling somebody. Uh, then, you know, there will be some game that, you know, everybody likes or the next opponent's really tough or something. And sometimes there's a sense that there's some kind of a private reserve that you haven't broken out, whether it's scheme or <laughs> some kind of effort or five they more saved hours. They saved it all up. They stored it all hours. up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, we're going to risk losing these games because we're going to have this little storage and, you know, we're, we're going to go half-assed until we're going to break it open for this game, you know. <laughs> I, I want to ask you two, two high school questions here. Um, we, we're always looking in the scouting process. A lot of these guys have played multiple sports, more, more so than haven't. Have you ever, in the process of recruiting somebody, had the deciding factor being seeing them on a basketball court or maybe seeing them on a, on a baseball field? Is there, is there another sport you saw somebody do something? Maybe it was wrestling and said, okay, I want this guy based off a sport other than football. Yeah, uh, I would say so. Well, generally what it does, it is it kind of enhances uh, your opinion of them. But, you know, great basketball, quick first step, really good quickness. I mean, that can. Uh, wrestlers always, ha- always have a good sense of leverage and center of gravity. I'll tell you what I, I've had good luck with, and there's not a ton of them, uh, but like Wes Welker was all-state soccer. I had a linebacker that was a played soccer. I had an, uh, an offensive lineman who actually, actually years ago played for the Cardinals. <coughs> he was a soccer player. I've had great luck with soccer. That's great. Well, because and, and, um, the soccer guys – um, are, are coordinated on both sides of their body. They can come out of their cuts on either side. And then the other thing, like I, I used to try to figure out, because, you know, Wes wasn't a very fast guy, but, but you know, he was quick and he had good lateral movement. And then it's like, okay, how come nobody catches him? Or how come he always <laughs> knows where to run, runs the right place? And so as I'm thinking about that, I really think his peripheral vision was off the charts Interesting. because, well, because think about it. So if mm-hmm. you're sitting there trying to see the ball 
a soccer ball and then trying to see which one of your buddies you're going to pass it to, you know, and, yeah, and, 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 and see the ball and see who you're going to pass it to. You have great peripheral vision. Okay. And uh, now all of a sudden you're holding the ball. Mm-hmm. I mean, then that's it's, a lot easier. Oh yeah. And so I, I, I really think, uh, I really think in, 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 in everybody's case, but I think soccer develops a lot of really good skills for uh, football. Last one coach. We've asked this to everybody. We've got some fun answers here. Um, when you're scouting on the NFL side, a lot of times you're watching a guy in college and it just blows you away. You bring everybody into your office. You want to check it out. But we've been asking everybody, the best high school player, the best high school tape that you've ever watched, the best high school player. Could it could have been a good, great player at the next level or the NFL level, but just the, the tape that blew you away on a kid in high school. Who was it over the years? You know, Wes's was like that. Like, so here's what it is. So you've got this guy that's about 5'8", kind of barrel-chested, not the fastest guy, and um, – and, uh, <laughs> and so you know, and he, he's the leading uh, the leading rusher in the state of Oklahoma, wow. and uh, and so you go through that tape, and and on the tape, you, you know, he's got uh, and although punt return was his better event, he has like a kickoff return or two for a touchdown, some long punt returns, interception return for a touchdown, <laughs> uh, and then he's got like. Uh, you know, uh, 70 yards rushing, 180 yards receiving. Uh, and then at the end of it, he kicks like a 49-yard field goal to win it. <laughs> and it's a playoff game. It is playoff. But so you're going through that whole film. You're going, wow, what a good play. Oh, if only it was bigger. Oh, man, that's a good play. <laughs> if only is a little fast. Oh, geez, that's a great high school play. If only it was this. If only is that, and, 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 and you know, because of the size and speed, and, and you know, and uh, you know, you're, you're you're trying to talk yourself uh, out of the thing, but then of course he jumps off the screen, and he literally pretty much came to our place, demanded a scholar. He says, "Listen," he says, "At Oklahoma, I'm in state. I'm going to Oklahoma State, so it's in state tuition. If I have to walk on, if you give me a scholarship, then." Uh, then uh, I'll come here. So, which is, so, you know, staff, you know, talk, 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 whisper. So, you know, we figured, well, good team guy, play some special teams. He started every game he was ever in. Um, wow. Left as all-time leading uh, punt returner in the history of college football. Uh, leading receiver in the history of Tech at the time, or at the time, don't know if he still is or not, but... Um, uh, no, but he he jumped by and it's like did everything. I mean, there wasn't an aspect of the game that he didn't impact. Uh, and and uh, just I I haven't seen a guy play as many positions as effectively as he did. All right, Buck, what a uh, what a treat to have those recordings of those conversations. I mean, so many times you have uh, these chats in private with coaches. It's a phone call. It's seeing them on the field. But one of the cool things about the job that we have now is that. We have record uh, of some of these football conversations that we've had. And as you could tell by those two uh, interviews we had with Coach Leach, really a, a fun guy to talk to, uh, somebody to learn from, and uh, you know, just a, a treat to talk to. It's just an enjoyable human being to be around. Yeah, outstanding person to be around. And we talked about it, DJ. We talked about the personal stories that we each had 
uh, and crossing this path. And we've talked about the larger impact that he's had on the football community with his innovation, uh, the things that he was able to do with the air raid and some of the practice habits and tactics that he used to help his teams play at a high level. But I think everyone is really just going to miss the man. You talk about a big outsized personality. You just don't come across people like that who are so, um, I would say worldly, touch on so many different things outside of the sport uh, to bring that all into the sport and really appreciate all the things and the many different sides of Mike Leach. I think that's what we're all going to miss. And his, look, it's a sad day. It's a sad day because the football world lost a great man. Yeah, it's a sad day uh, for sure, but hopefully uh, this podcast today and this show today has been uh, a celebration, a celebration of one of the more unique uh, individuals in the history of this great sport that we love. So uh, I, I, I wanted to be able to, uh, to really kind of use this entire episode, Buck. We had got together and talked about this. We thought it made the most sense. We have plenty of other things we can get to. We have another podcast coming uh, later this week, we can dig back into the NFL and, and some of these college prospects as we head towards the college football playoff. But today, uh, we want to celebrate Coach Leach. I hope you guys have enjoyed it as much as we have taken a little trip down memory lane there uh, to honor one of the great coaches in football history. So hope you guys have enjoyed that. Uh, we'll catch you next time right here on Move to Six. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your your perfect home sweet home. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. 
because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.